Welcome to the Karate Kid Minute, a podcast where we discuss the original 1984 classic, The Karate Kid, one weenie roasting minute at a time. I'm Robin. I'm Matt. <laughs> and joining us today from Real Comic Heroes and Watchmen Minute is Travis Bowe. Welcome back, Travis. Thanks for having me back. And from the, you know, the dungeon that Matt keeps her locked in, <laughs> uh, his wife, Mel. Yeah! <laughs> oh, I mean, why? Why am I happy to be locked in a dungeon? I don't, I don't You're know. Happy, happy to be out. Be out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm out. I'm out. Okay. Oh, don't put me back in there. <laughs> yeah, you do. Thank you both for coming back. Uh, this is minute eleven of the Karate Kid. It begins with a simple definition of the hills, and ends with Daniel and Allie succumbing to the will of her their respective friends. Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't really write very funny this week. That's I don't, good. All right. <laughs> so the, the scene concludes with Daniel asking, what's the hills? And Freddie just says, it's rich. <laughs> Is that what he says? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the book says, uh, he says, Encino Hills, and it means rich. Mm. So um, the hill, I, I'm not very familiar. I mean, I've been to Los Angeles a couple times, but I'm not very familiar about the different counties and different, right. you know, but I did some research obviously, cause this is a minute by minute podcast. And, um, so Encino is the town and Encino Hills, uh, is referring to Encino Hills drive, which is like this big, you know, drive up into the hills. And, uh, so some facts for you, <laughs> uh, the population is mostly, uh, aged over 40, uh, 80% white. <laughs> mm-hmm. A high percentage of residents there earn $125,000 a year or more. Uh, there are no public schools in Encino. There are a ton of private and charter schools. Mm-hmm. So those who want to go to public school from Encino go to either Lake Bo- Balboa or Reseda. So, yeah, I, w- I was thinking about that. I was like, you know, even in just like my my small town in Bennington, like – certain sections of the town they go to certain different schools especially even in the elementary i don't know um so i was like wondering why Allie, who is from the hills and is rich you know goes to the same school as uh, daniel for some reason i guess her parents never like sent her to a a private school they They don't love her enough that that is surprising when you know when you meet them that if that's an option yeah i'm surprised that she would be going to the public school right just purely based on what how they're presented so. <laughs> yep um there uh oh yeah there was a famous oak tree um in encino that was over a thousand years old and el nino actually took it out in 1998 oh, wow. so it's possible that encino is named encino because of the tree because encino is spanish for evergreen or oak according to wikipedia (laughs) and apparently the tree is so beloved they have a monument to the tree there now wow yeah that's pretty cool (laughs) Um, i thought it was named for the the caveman that they found (laughs) they were uh, digging out the pool (laughs) um but i I guess my notes are just wrong that's okay (laughs) it's fine um so yeah the the daylight turns into night, and uh, we have our two groups have now changed into warmer clothing, and some 
bigger collars even, uh, <laughs> and are sitting by their own respective campfires. And we have Daniel making goo goo eyes at Allie as we have a new soundtrack selection uh, <laughs> firing up. When um, they do that transition, though, yeah. it, it kind of ends on on Allie, but then the speed slows down as as like almost watching her, you know, kind of not spin around, but watching her with her friends. And then it does a slow transition into Daniel. And yeah. it's, it's kind of an odd choice to slow down on, on her. Um, but yeah, I thought I guess, that was weird too. That just the yeah. slow motion all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think so. I think that's kind of an editor's trick of like, we don't have enough, um, uh, footage here to, mm-hmm. To fill up the time, so we'll just slow this down as as it transitions. So yeah. Mm. Also, maybe to make it a bit more romantic, they kind of slow it. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's just an odd moment here in the middle of this minute, especially in in the minute you notice it. I don't you know. know if it's... When, you know, like all people know that when you fall in love, time slows down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> sure. Why not? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. It just kind of like lands on him staring at, at Allie. And I don't know. I just, uh, maybe it just felt like the day just slipped away and it's all about her. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Could be. It's a good um, transition onto him, you know, his face like, uh, that works. There is, there is a kind of a bad uh, editing choice though, because, you know, I love you see, uh, uh, well, you notice actually when you go into Daniel, he's sitting it in there at nighttime <laughs> and Allie is, and, and, and then Daniel looking at Allie, Allie is sitting there at like a little past golden hour, you know? <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like he's sitting in the dark. <laughs> uh, I, I got a really funny quote off of the uh, uh, commentary. Uh, John Avildsen says to Ralph Macchio, when we go to this moment, he says, uh, I know what you got on your mind. And then uh, Robert Mark Kamen, uh, ever the, the the writer and pretty much most hilarious person in the commentary of the entire movie, he goes, orthodontia. Because, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, Ralph must have gotten his teeth fixed a little bit better after the movie. Um, but, yeah, soundtrack selection, not much to say about this. This is Paul Davis. And the song is called It Takes Two to Tango. And the lyrics say, born into two separate worlds, somehow we feel the same. Aww. Was, was this one also written for this movie? Or was this a popular song? Like I've heard the phrase, takes two to tango. I didn't know. Right. I don't know if it's how old the song is or. I don't know. Would you call this like slow romantic song? It takes two to tango. <laughs> it sounds like it takes two to tango. Sounds like an upbeat song where this is like. Uh, well, it's also. Is it inappropriate? Because <laughs> I mean, we know what they're talking about. You know, yeah. we know they're not talking about dancing at tango. You know. <laughs> Wait, they're not talking about dancing? <laughs> I'm, they're talking about dancing, guys. It's OK. Oh, that's right. We're, we're PG-13. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Well, PG, uh, <laughs> even mm-hmm. though. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, there's uh, d- this. Well, to get to your previous question, the, did was this written for the movie? I think so, because this doesn't show up in like Paul Davis's other albums. 
Um, he, I, I didn't really know anything about Paul. He was a pop and country artist throughout the 70s and 80s. And uh, he also did another song around this time for the Rob Lowe movie about last night. So I'm assuming the studio pulled him and were like, okay, so we got two kids staring at each other on a beach. Put something together. <laughs> and oh, <laughs> born into, are, you, are they, is it kind of like a Romeo and Juliet thing? All right. So well, born it's two kind of, I mean. <laughs> Not intentional, I'm sure, but it's, uh, you know, he was, uh, Ralph Macchio was in The Outsiders, which is also a uh, kind of two lovers from opposite sides of town. And, you know, kind of similar. I mean, it's it's a classic love story kind of trope. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, similarly with, uh, I was thinking about this. I I had forgotten Uh that John Avildsen directed this. Yeah. You know, because it's always kind of, it's like, it's Rocky light, you know, <laughs> um, in a good way. Um, but it's like it, here at this point in Rocky, you'd be having uh, Rocky meeting Ad- or seeing Adrian. And it's so much weirder and creepier <laughs> throughout <laughs> all of all, all of Rocky. But here, you know, it's cute and it's it's, it's uh, you know, sweet and sincere. So, right. How, how old were they when they were filming this? Oh, um, I think early twenties. I yeah, think you Ralph said was she like was 21. in Harvard. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he looks so much younger. Yeah, yeah. He looks 16, 17. Yeah. We mentioned this in a previous minute, okay. but yeah, the, the cast had like, did not believe his age. Wow. <laughs> like he did, keep saying, no, no, really. He didn't look 21. Uh-huh. All right. Um, so later on, as both sides of both camps end up being in the dark, um, the the boys are roasting hot dogs, and the <laughs> girls are listening to music. I think they're roasting some marshmallows. So I got a little bit about uh, the cast here, the boys. Um, so we know Freddie. We talked about him already. Uh, so the blonde kid who is in the blue jacket that is uh, that kid's name is Chris. And Chris is played by Ken Daly, um, who was in uh, Usual Suspects as the translator, they said, and also produced Super Adventure Team, which was kind of like a, I think like an adult swim kind of stop motion kind of comedy show. Hmm. Uh, that guy is definitely like 27 here. He's- <laughs> <laughs> Bandana Kid is Alan. Um Alan's played by Tom Fridley, who was in uh, Friday the 13th, part six, Jason Lives, mm-hmm. where he was stabbed in the head. Whoa. Oh, I kind of remember him now. Yeah. He was like in front <laughs> it, of a projector. It, it, I, I don't, I don't, I, I saw a screenshot of it and uh, there's definitely a knife in his head. Yeah. Um, no, no. Oh, I know what you're talking about. No, that's like, uh, that's the, uh, that's part five, isn't it? Part four. Oh, maybe that's part part four, yeah. It's part four with Crispin Glover. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, uh, uh, so Tom here is actually John Travolta's nephew. So Mm -hmm. if you look at him, he looks very Travolta-ish. Okay, Uh, yeah. And uh, John actually gave him some bit parts in Face Off, Mad City, and Phenomenon. (laughs) Face Off. Face Off. Who's the guy in the far left? He looks like a young John Kreese. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, well, Chucky is Chucky is the far left kid, um, and Chucky is actually played by Frankie Avalon Jr., who oh, cool. is a uh, son of Beach Movie King 
Frankie Avalon. So perfect <laughs> for beach scenes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're like, let's bring Frankie's son in. Uh, hey, get Junior over here. Yes, yeah. you know who knows beaches. <laughs> Unfortunately, um, this movie uh, had to be edited to bring it down to a PG rating, mm. and that meant a lot of Chucky stuff got cut. <laughs> Uh, in the script right around this time when they're sitting there, uh, Chucky actually offers Daniel a joint. Oh. Uh, yeah. And Daniel's like, no, 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 thanks, man. You can see that in the, the rehearsals that are on YouTube. Well, Matt, didn't you think instead of hot dogs, they were like holding beer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, the one guy, when he was like taunting uh, Daniel, I was like, I, j- I didn't even look at it the first time. I just assumed it was a beer. He was holding it like a beer. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, oh, yeah. maybe, was... the, maybe the hot dog had liquor inside of it. Though. <laughs> maybe. It's like, you know, those cheddar smokies. It was a whistle. <laughs> yeah. The, <laughs> instead of cheese, well, it's liquor. <laughs> again, this was brought down. You know, they cut some stuff to make this PG to make it a family film. Um, and uh, uh they could have done, you know, much like the walkie talkies and ET. Like, let's just give oh, all these yeah. kids with beers, hot dogs in their hands. Yes. <laughs> be drinking out of that hot dog. <laughs> uh, I love it. Uh, the other magic of editing. The other uh, risque thing that they uh, uh, cut. At, and again, this is kind of leaning against my PG policy, but I got to read this. Uh, uh, Chucky actually says to Daniel, got a car, man. Daniel's like, no, why? And Chucky says, this is the Southland, man. No wheels, no feels. Oh, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> Which means you probably, you know, you don't have emotions. If yeah, you exactly. Don't have... right. No emotions. <laughs> so that's poor Frankie Avalon Jr. got, got kind of <laughs> cut out of the film. Oh. Um, but His dad's uh, going to hear about this. <laughs> <laughs> I did hear an interview with uh, Israel Warbe, who plays Freddy on Cobra Kai Com- Companion. And they said... Uh, you know, they, they, you know, none of the boys like minded that their scenes got cut because they knew it was trying to appeal to families and it would be a bigger movie if like some of that stuff that really wasn't needed. Yeah. Was in there. And uh, yeah, and he said he and Frankie Jr. Are actually friends to this day. Nice. Hmm. There's one kid that I didn't mention uh, who is between uh, uh, Chucky and um, Bandana Kid, Alan. <laughs> That's Billy. Again, you see these people for like a split second as Daniel's like walking away. Um, but that's that's Billy. That's played by that kid's played by Jeff Fishman, who uh, his career ended up mainly doing some music composing for TV and movies. And strangely enough, Jeff ended up in 2017 as uh, a keyboardist for Survivor. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, so like Survivor has the song "Moment of Truth" in this movie. Little does he know, it's <laughs> <laughs> going to be playing keyboards for them. Wow. <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, so D- Freddie, moving on. The Freddie tries to get Daniel to make a move, and uh, and he's you know like egging him out. Like, I think that blonde's looking at you, man. I think she's got the hots for you. And when he says, "I think she's got the hots for you," Daniel says, "Yeah, well, who could blame her, right, Freddie?" <laughs> So what's that supposed to mean? <laughs> Is it supposed to mean that Freddie's supposed to have the hots for Daniel? Too? I guess, yeah. That's I saw the way you were looking at me, Freddie. Everybody's looking at Daniel with googly eyes. <laughs> googly eyes. <laughs> he kind of comes on strong, the the South Seas. Like, hey, man, you do karate? I'm... Uh, uh, can, can we can we be friends? You want to come to the party? Yeah. Can you teach me karate, too? We, we know what this is really about, Freddie. <laughs> <laughs> 
Now he's like, I need you to be with that girl. <laughs> well, it's like they've been uh, they've been staring at each other all you know all day. So why is he surprised that she uh, she's looking at him? Mm. Yeah, I think he's just been avoiding it. You know, yeah. he's here to he, he, he's hungry. He's, okay, yeah, he's hungry. <laughs> I know, right? I'm in the let Daniel eat his hot dog camp. By the way, <laughs> like trying to trying to you know. I don't, you know, talk to a girl that you haven't talked to before. You really are kind of got the hots for quote unquote. You don't want your stomach gurgling, right? Uh-oh. <laughs> you gotta eat. You also don't want to like puke in her lap either. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hi, I'm Jim. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. That was a bad hot dog. <laughs> yeah. I'm not suggesting he does this like Slimer, you know, <laughs> 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 maybe one. <laughs> Just skinny kid. He probably, you know, needs some food. You know. Hey, he's like Kobayashi, the hot dog champion. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, uh, Alan says, "Oh, maybe he just doesn't have moves where he comes from." Dana's like, "Oh, I got moves. We got more moves back there than here. I tell you that much." So uh, yeah, fun fact: (sighs) Newark, New Jersey. So many moves are happening there. So braggy. So many moves. So braggy. Uh, so Freddie decides to have a little fun and kick the soccer ball, Daniel's soccer ball, uh, at the girls. And, uh, I gotta say this could have gone so wrong. (laughs) (laughs) It's a great move. It, it, as far as wingman, wingmen go, you know, Freddie is top notch here. That's true. This is a a super slick, you know, way to get, uh, get these two connected. This is before the Freddie's fall. And even, even after, (laughs) even after he got the soccer ball in the face, he's still being helpful. Yeah. What a nice guy. What a nice guy. Maybe he was trying to, he was, he was upset and he wanted to get her in the face of the soccer ball. Uh, (laughs) And, uh, no. Uh, (laughs) He's missed. Yeah. 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 Just, I, I, you know, either hits one of the girls. It does kind of hit the, the boom box a bit. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, then the mating ritual continues because the ball goes to Susan and then Susan tosses it to Allie. Wait, is that why the music kept changing? Because he kept hitting the boom box with the soccer ball? <laughs> a record scratch. Could be. Could be. <laughs> <laughs> so Allie comes up to Daniel with his ball and, uh, and asks how to juggle. And believe it or not, I have notes on how to juggle. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, show, this show is important that, stuff. Show me that mildly impressive juggling thing you do. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually harder than it looks. Uh apparently it is important to learn uh, it is important if you want to learn timing and control. Uh it is just as important to control the ball in the air as it is on the ground if you're a soccer player. Um so, some tips, kids, if you're listening. <laughs> Hot tips. Keep your toe down and your ankle locked and try to hit the ball with the laces of your shoe. You start with the ball in your hand, drop it to your dominant foot, hit it back to your hand, and then try it twice in your dominant foot. And then when you're comfortable with that, start alternating feet, according to some soccer website I looked up. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't say anything about the knees. You have to go so right. Also, the hand is just the practice because, yeah, you're not even allowed to touch the yeah. soccer ball with your hands anyways. So did they write this uh, soccer ball thing to uh, Ralph Macchio's strengths or did he have to train hard to be able to juggle the <laughs> soccer ball? No, I, I, I don't know. I think I saw, saw something where he was good at soccer, but. Oh, he had to be because he's terrible at karate. <laughs> hey, hey, come on now. 
He's no, like, oh, I'm just saying, like, I, that's my opinion. I'm sticking to it. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously we all know that a person that can contain control of a ball on the ground and in the air is technically known as a juggalo. So I uh, <laughs> just want to ah. say right here, Daniel LaRusso is a juggalo. Oh, no. Damn. Sorry. <laughs> Darn. Just, you can edit that down. Is that Fago <laughs> that they're drinking? Yeah. <laughs> just want to expand our audience to whoever wants to listen. <laughs> uh, anything else about this minute? I think I've exhausted no. all of your attention spans. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we have to go to our Wednesday question, which, uh, Travis, do you consider Daniel the antagonist of this movie? Look, <laughs> it's it's fun to to, you know, make Daniel out to be the bad guy. I get mm. it. But absolutely not. Yes. <laughs> feel free to feel free to. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, because I. It just it's ridiculous to me and yeah. I just have to ask every one of our guests to make sure yeah. that I'm not crazy. Yeah. What a I'm, fun I mean, little thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. What... <laughs> I think did that start with uh how I met your mother? I think it did, yeah. I yeah. think so. Yeah. What I do you mean, think? I mean, no. Oh, well, sorry. Wait, sorry, no, you go ahead. Keep going there. I was just thinking you know, now that there's a the Cobra Kai series, like does that owe how I met your mother for I think it like might. that resurgence because <laughs> it is an interesting twist, but yeah. I do. I, and I was initially like kind of like irritated at the idea of a Cobra Kai t- t- TV show because I've always been like, no, those guys are the bullies. There's jokes, but seriously, those guys are the bullies. Yeah. But I think I, I was really happy to see that it's a really awesome show. And they, you know, they they show both sides of the issue, I guess. I mean, yeah. you can see both sides a bit. Um, I am looking forward to uh, next week. We're going to have uh, uh, Liz Whitaker on who has nice. never seen the karate kid and well, is going, I'm going to have her evaluate. I mean, cause this, this, those upcoming, uh, upcoming minutes next week are the ones that, you know, we see a lot of flashbacks to in Cobra Kai or at least one. Mm. Um, and, uh, you know, it's the beginning of everything. Sure. Yeah. So well, this is great. Yeah, that'll be good. Um, what do you think? Who's the, yeah, who's no. who's the, the bad guy? Who's the good guy here? Johnny or Daniel? Well, from the three minutes that I've seen, <laughs> I mean, Johnny looks like a controlling boyfriend, which is mm-hmm. not a good thing. Controlling ex-boyfriend. Yes. Controlling yeah. ex-boyfriend. And he still thinks that he has ownership over Allie. So I would say that's wrong. But from Cobra Kai, I would say that it takes two to tango. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> I think the song was about wow. Daniel and Johnny. <laughs> Let me go back to those lyrics. Yeah. Um, like, like, yeah, like, really look at those lyrics, Robin. Born into really two separate worlds. Somehow yeah. Johnny and Daniel feel the same. Yeah, they yeah. do. Because remember... Yeah. Cobra Kai, they get together and they're like, cool. In both seasons, they get together <laughs> like friends for a second and then yeah. they're like, oh yeah, we hate each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another great there thing you about go. that show. That's my opinion. They All right. Both at fault. <laughs> well, uh, thank you both for your opinions. Uh, we have juggled enough for today. Let's do some plugs. Uh, Matt, do you want to uh, quickly do plugs for yourself before I talk about how to con- how to have people contact us? Okay. Uh 
I have a podcast called the Shenmue AM2 podcast about a very niche video game called Shenmue for the Dreamcast. Gesundheit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the end. <laughs> uh, all right, cool. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening to uh, Karate Kid Minute. Send feedback to karatekidminute at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter or join the Miyagi-Do Karate Dojo Facebook group. Just search for Karate Kid Minute in both uh, on both Twitter and Facebook. And uh, rate, review, and subscribe wherever fine podcasts are served. And thank you so much for joining us again, Travis and Mel. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> would you, would yeah. you like to come back for one more Karate Kid Minute? No, do I have to? <laughs> <laughs> back to the dungeon with you. Yes, you do. Otherwise, back to the dungeon. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Travis? <laughs> eh, why not? Okay. I, need, I need that sweet vitamin D personally. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, until next time. In Okinawa, all Miyagi know two things, fish and karate. <laughs> <laughs>